<laughs> we're good? Uh, we're yeah, good. We're okay. Right. Sweet. Nice. Well, welcome back to the DFP channel, everybody. As usual, I'm here with my PIC, my uh, my boo, my, hey. uh, <laughs> my Ricky Ricardo, you know. This is Robert. I'm Ryan. Welcome back to the channel. And we have a special guest. We're going to get right into it today. Mm-hmm. So we want to welcome... Chelsea from Backstage Nevada. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, to the, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your website, what you do. Tell everybody what you are, basically your profession. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So um, Backstage Nevada is kind of a passion project that uh, I started. Uh, well, the idea kind of came to fruition in November. Okay. Uh, I wanted to go see more local shows and... Uh, couldn't find any through any local means. Really? Uh, didn't really want to subscribe to the review journal because it's like four bucks and who has an yeah, extra no, four right. bucks? I, never, yeah. I can get like eight tacos with that. <laughs> right? We're good. Uh, so um, reached out to a few uh, local people and nobody really wanted, like nobody was really interested. And so um, <clears throat> I uh, found this other gal named Ella and we decided to... Uh, venture out on our own and backstage envy was born and uh so january 15th was our published date and kind of our vision was to have a one-stop shop where you could find um a comprehensive events calendar not just gsr or not just the nugget or the events you know like the events center yeah right you know somewhere that had like the alturas and the brew house and everything together in one spot yeah so like the events calendar was kind of like you know like the precipice or i guess the the idea that backstage nb was born around but we also wanted like a place where local bands could be listed and mm-hmm. venues could be listed with like honest reviews like are the bathrooms clean right like, yeah <laughs> no like yeah <laughs> right some like, do. yeah some things you, don't no, even, you don't get those anywhere yeah <laughs> right like trough. yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. budget cuts yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's a bucket <laughs> <laughs> right so um yeah, just a, a place where you could go to, like, find honest reviews yeah. of, like, venues and, and um, like, businesses you could go to. Like, if you're looking for a producer or if uh, you're looking for, yeah. like, a place where you could go and, like, take your flyer, yeah. you know. So that's kind of the idea where it was born around. And we're still kind of fleshing it out and kind of seeing where right. it takes us. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of the idea behind Backstage Envy. And, and we're still kind of growing and... Um, yeah, yeah. That's so it's is it getting easier it with uh, like getting all the events and stuff? Because I know like Alturas puts like a monthly calendar out and stuff. Do they like send you that stuff now, or like you just <coughs> reaching out? Um, it's <laughs> it's still a lot of grunt work. I yeah. will yeah. say, um, it's still us reaching out every Sunday, going through all of um, the different venues. So mm. I mean, it's still me and Ella every. Sunday, and now it's kind of like going into Mondays because a lot more venues are starting to reach out and kind of sending us their flyers. Cool, cool. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's gotten really big, and it's gotten kind of overwhelming in that respect because now we've got, you know, so many more venues that want to participate. Right. Well, there's a lot of room for promotion, right? Because everybody wants to promote their business, their band, their, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to put out there. So, yeah, I mean, when you offer up, like, hey, we'll promote the hell out of you, everybody's like, 
Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's all my stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say, like, yeah, I mean, it's gotten easier in one regard, right? Right. Because you do have a lot of those people that are reaching reaching out out. to you. Right. But, I mean, it's just created kind of a lot more work in that regard, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you have Ella. So Mm -hmm. she's also kind of in the back doing the design, also doing the social media stuff and helping you kind of do the reaching out and all that. So it's just two of you doing this whole thing. Yeah. Yep, just two of us wow. for now. So what came first? Was it the photography or was it the love for music that you're in the local area? Or was it like one of those like it kind of meshed together in this sense? Like how long have you been doing photography? Let's start there. Um, So I've been doing I mean, I've been doing photography for a really long time, but yeah. I would say I took a very long hiatus while I lived in Elko. Oh, OK. Um, I mean, my love for music spans a really long time, mm-hmm. um, like back when I was in high school. I right. mean, I, I had a promotions company when I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. oh, back wow. in back in Pahrump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, so I mean, oh, I used to, Pahrump. yeah, I know. The home for I the get home. a lot of calls from them. <laughs> yeah, he owes money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we're on air. Um, I mean, I was organizing concerts when I was in high school. Um, and then, you know, moved to Elko and get that kind of died for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, moved, when I moved to Reno, um, it was kind of like a renaissance for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started with, um, you know, going to the cellar and asking Dennis, like, hey, can I take photos here? Yeah. And then, like, just really getting interested in the local music scene and, like, how can I how can I give back? How can I contribute? Because I'm not a musician. I don't have the brain to like keep track of like my fingers on different strings or (laughs) like, I just don't have the capacity for that. Um, but I definitely wanted to be a part of the scene and I wanted Mm -hmm. to give back. And so that's kind of how backstage envy was born, but it definitely started with photography and Dennis just allowing me to take photos. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, so it, the photography has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that always fascinates me about the way technology moves, it, you know, moves throughout the, you know, years and all that, we've seen just what a cell phone can do now, right? And that, what, 20 years ago, it was nothing like yeah. it is oh today. God, no. And how do you feel any kind of pressure? Like, I know we were talking earlier about, like, you know, how Mike was like, ah, I just decided I'm going to get a iPhone instead of getting a big old bulky camera or whatever. Do you feel a little bit like it's now becoming like, oh, people are just going to use their iPhones all the time to take pictures now? Or do you feel like it's still going to survive throughout time? Um, I mean, I think that there's always going to be value in a really well taken photo. Right. I don't think that that's replaceable. Right. Um, I mean, obviously people can take really good photos with an iPhone. Right. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's disputable and like they're always there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's always going to be value in a really well taken photo. Right. Like right. I don't think that that's ever going to be replaced right. with an iPhone. And I, I've always believed that, you know, photography has always been kind of a niche and a very like, you know, a very specific pocket of people that really appreciate it, you know. And it's so hard to really have like anybody can be a photographer, but not everybody can be a great photographer. Right, and and capturing the right, the right moment. moment. Yeah. yeah, right. Because that's literally what you're doing with a camera is you're capturing in a moment for whether it's a band or maybe people in the crowd that are enjoying themselves and they have something they can take away from that. Even if they weren't there, they can see the photos and go, "Man, that looked like a really great show. It looked like everyone had fun." Do you take that to heart every time you're taking photos? Is that something that's on your mind? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. So um, when I first started, um, it was kind of more spray and pray. Oh, like okay. just take as many photos as you and can, right? And just, you know, pick out the good ones. <laughs> yeah. But now I've been really conscious about capturing the right moments. Angles. <laughs> right. And yeah. because like editing it takes a shit ton of time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And so like I don't want to spend all of my time just, you know, like capture like going through all of my photos and making sure like I got one or two good ones. Like yeah. I want to spend the majority of my time at a show, like making sure I'm capturing like the really like the moments that matter. Yeah. And so I want to like I want to get really good to where I can anticipate those moments and when when those moments are going to happen. What and better way than going to show? And I, exactly. I think that's, that yeah. separates, yeah. you know, somebody who's right. just shooting, you know, from an iPhone right, and then right. capturing the, you know, which is and also it comes with expertise in, in time in that. Yeah, yeah, which is also different too because you talked about how every once in a while you'll go and shoot at like the GSR or something a bigger venue like that and you, you know, you have big bands that you're shooting for, and so you typically know their songs because that's, oh, yeah. you know, everybody's right. there to see that band and they know their music. But in a local scene, it's a little different. Like, you're not as exposed to their music the way you are to mainstream music. So it's a little bit harder to go in there. And now you have to really do some research there, too. It's true. But I mean, there's, a, I mean, I think I've gotten to the point where I've seen a lot of local bands mm -hmm. a lot of times. Like, I've seen Fervents like four times now. So right. I can anticipate when Stevie is going to like. Let it out. Yeah. Right. Like I know when her dreads are going to come yeah. out. Yeah. And like yeah. I know when to capture those moments. So I mean like I've get, I'm getting really good at like local bands too. And like mm. anticipating those moments. And so that's something like I pride myself on. Yeah. So and I mean our local bands are great. Like yeah. they're fucking yes, they fantastic. Yep. Can I say that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Fuck yes. <laughs> okay. I think we, we passed it. We didn't even. Hey. Do you oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut it. We're done. Edit We're done. Out. Edit it out. Put a fart noise in front of it. <laughs> like they're fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Christian channel. Oh, uh, but so when it comes to like you know picking shows, are you trying to make yourself available to try and be as a at as many as you possibly can is it kind of like i can kind of do the weekend shows what i mean do you have like a set schedule thing that you're trying to follow oh man it's it's really hard because uh -huh. i'm also like i also have like a a pretty stressful full-time job right. like i'm an environmental consultant so like mm -hmm. i mean I, I have reports to write right. like it's stressful I, like i i travel a lot mm -hmm. um and then, you know, I've got like two kids and I mean, it's hard. Yeah. So I do what I can. Yeah. Right. Um, I have a really hard time. I mean, admittedly, I have a really hard time shooting at the Holland because I don't I am not a flash photographer. Oh, no, um, yeah, I was going to ask dark, about that, too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's by choice. Mm -hmm. I could do flash photography, but by choice, I am not a flash photographer. And so I leave that to the people who are really good at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And we partner with those people like Trevor and mm -hmm. um, and Ryan. And, mm -hmm. um, so I don't catch a lot of shows at the Holland. Um, but, I mean, I try to be available for everybody who would like me to be at their shows. Obviously, people who request me, I, I take those shows into consideration first. Yeah. Right. But I do try to, like, make myself available for, you know, like most bands. Uh -huh. Yeah. And you, you, so sometimes you just show up to shows and, and, and yeah. take the photos. Yeah. I'm here, <laughs> bitches. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's what, good, though. What would you say is your, the biggest show you've ever gotten to shoot? Um, I think, I mean, like, Theory of a Dead Man and Skillet was a pretty big one. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Bush was a pretty big one. I mean, as far as like sold out shows, yeah. those mm. are pretty big. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've done a few shows at the Ace of Spades in Sacramento that were like yeah. sold out shows. Yeah. So. Nice. Do you uh, do you ever get a chance to talk with the artists too? Or um, well, we did we did do an interview with Vended. Oh. Okay. Um, at when they were touring with Bloody Wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not very prepared to do that interview. We got the clearance to do that interview like three hours before the show. Oh, wow. You're like, write some questions <laughs> right. down now! Yeah. Luckily, okay, so like I, I was like, no questions about Slipknot. Like I was smart enough to at yeah. least like have that in mind. And I did, I did do some research in advance because I had, like I had put the question out to their PR several like days before the show. They just didn't get back to me until like three or four hours before. Um, So, I mean, I at least had some forethought like to do some research and I had questions, but we were just so ill prepared to actually do that interview. Um, So, yeah, we have had a chance to like talk to bands. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the interaction comes afterwards. So I've made like a lot of really good friends with some of the bands that have toured through Reno yeah. like after the fact when or they get the pictures and they're like, and then holy shit they're like yeah. hell yeah yeah and then Fuck so like right? <laughs> and then like we form those connections and like I mean so like I still talk to like some of the guys in Drift who came through with Soulfly yeah and then like Lilac who toured through with like Atreyu yeah um so, like, I mean, they're not, like, the big bands. I'm not, like, talking to you. They're, they're bigger. Atreyu. But, I mean, I do, um, like, right, yeah. uh, Caesar Soto, the guitarist from Ministry, like, okay. follows me now and, like, oh, chats cool. with yeah. me occasionally. So, like, that's kind of, like, my biggest follower yeah. at yeah. this point. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so, like, a lot of those connections are formed, I guess, post-show. Gotcha. Has it always been metal or do you kind of venture out? Is there... Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, I personally have always been a metalhead. Okay. Like, I was actually, this is kind of a funny story, but I was just looking through my old yearbooks today, and, like, my eighth grade photo, I'm wearing a Cold Chamber shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've always, I've always been a metalhead, um, but I have been known to uh, go to a Casey Musgrave show, so... A little bit of variety. A little, in there. a little bit. There's I mean, nothing wrong with that. We talk about how we have yeah. a little. You don't have variety. Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, don't even know. ACDC, right? Everybody, if you want to make Robert's day, do not send do him it. Every clip you have of ACDC, absolutely. Yeah, I no. bet you do. <laughs> Cold Chamber's coming. Are you gonna? Are you gonna go to the show? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got my tickets like in pre-sale. Yeah, we did too. Yes. Yeah. That, I haven't yeah. seen them. I want to, those, it was Mudvayne and them. Oh, Man. my God. Mudvayne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Gore and Butcher Babies. Oh, that's Gore. right. That's I, right. Uh, yeah. I I really want to get photo passes for that show, but I really don't want to get pissed on. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I'm going to bring a poncho if I get approved. <laughs> yeah. That would be a cool one to shoot, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. How many bands are on that bill, too? Like, oh, my God. So like. Kidding. The the doors open at four. Yeah, I hope they have like taco trucks. I know, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like yeah. so hungry. Oh, they, they had Johnny Rockets right out there, but well, I think they moved it. Yeah, they, they moved did. it. But that's the that's the point is they're not gonna bring vendors like that. They're gonna be like, hey, we can make a lot of money. If we right? just make yeah. this one really long ass show. Yeah, let's just put them over to the bar, get them to yep. order the restaurants. Bar. You know, charge them out the ass for everything. Should you know? at least sell like nachos or something. <laughs> Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> Can I get a pretzel? 
<laughs> yeah, you'd be the guy I would watching be like, a concert yeah. eating nachos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, like, I'd have a flag. <laughs> I'm here. You know, that is, it is not uncommon in venues and other spots to like yeah. offer food. It's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, but it, it's not uncommon. Right. Yeah. No. 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 Um, you know, it, it's it's interesting because when it comes to like playing venues, you know, w- we've had our fair share of venues, and you were talking about reviewing the venue itself like i think all of us have like our own opinion of certain places and there's there's always going to be good and some bad you know depending on what venue it is but i think the hardest part is i think the venues also need help for promotion too Mm -hmm. you know because they're trying to push people to come see these shows right to come get these people to come watch the bands you know and they can only do so much nowadays like we talk all the time about how so much has changed in the way we promote and it's mostly social media driven. Mm-hmm. And, but there's still people out there like you going out there, putting up flyers and stuff at certain places. And I feel like it's little by little dwindling down to only a handful of those places that are willing to do that even. Cause it's like foot traffic is not the same. that Right. It and they, they might not even know the venues that are actually, you know, putting right. on shows right. in town because that's also dwindled down to almost, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. especially after, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the coof. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> the coof. No, I think that's a big problem. Um, I mean, that's definitely kind of been one of my pet peeves is there's a major disconnect between the promoters and the venues mm-hmm. here. I mean, you have, um, you have the promoters saying that the show is going to be one place. But then, like, oh, it's actually it's like at a different venue. <laughs> right, right. We, I, I saw that. Well, I, yeah, I just had that, that happen. Just actually. recently, yeah. You just had that yeah. happen, huh? Yeah, supposed to be at uh, VSB and moved to the ranch house. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I mean, that's kind of like another issue that we've got going on too. Is just that there's this big disconnect with the actual yeah. like venues and like the the concert buyers too. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you're right. Like, how do we how do we solve this problem of getting people to shows a and getting people to shows at the right place b yeah like how many are going to that wrong spot you know yeah i thought there was a show here tonight Mm -hmm. well even on top of that too let's talk about how you know every band let's be real especially a local band typically we're all working part-time or at least full-time jobs right so we're, we have our lives outside of playing music and rehearsing and this and that. So when you book a show, you're looking for a weekend, right? And there's only so many weekends in a year mm-hmm. to be able to try and get as many people as possible. But you're also competing with other areas that are trying to do the exact same thing. And it's like, well, why should we let Alturas, for example, take this big show on this weekend for these bands when we could get another group going and get try to pull as many people, so now you get people that are torn going. Yeah, do I want to go like to this, this show band, or do I want to like go those bands? Yeah. But it's like I don't want to spend thirty dollars, fifteen here, fifteen there to go see both. Like, and you know that's the kind of the hard part is like there are people that support and and that's great. And without them, bands, photographers, businesses, none of them would be thriving in any way, shape, or form, right? Or would even have any kind of traction. So we need those people to be able to get going in any way. But the hard part is, is you can't go to every single one. And so that's a problem too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's been a number of those like days or weekends where it's just like, oh man, 
ten, there's like eight shows I want to go to. Right. And like, how do you pick? Yeah. How do you pick and like not be perceived as like playing favorites? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Cause, hard. Because that's tough. Because let's be real. We all have like our favorite or our close friends that mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I, I got to go see him. I see him every time, yeah. you know? And it, yeah. And whether it's because it's a bias or it's a friend, you know, like I like what they play. You legitimately like what they have to offer. It's still, yeah, it could be perceived that way. And it's like, no, nah, I just, uh, damn. Yeah. You I know? still jump around. I'll just go to that one and then, yeah. Hey, I made an appearance. <laughs> I mean, on, you know? and let's be honest, nice like shirt. some people are legitimately just nicer to you, yeah, right? right? Like yeah. some people post your pictures more right. than other bands, right? right? Yeah. Some people credit you and some people right. don't. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, and that's another thing too. So when you take photos, I mean, obviously with the way social media is especially, like you go to a venue, you take a bunch of photos of these bands and you're highlighting the show and this group, Right. And and then they go, oh, that's a great picture. I'm gonna make it my profile picture, but nothing. Does yeah. that does that get to you a little bit? Or it does, um, especially when it's not like a local band. Right. right. I would say like our local bands are really good about it. Yeah. Because they know that they're gonna see me. Yeah. yeah. Again. Right. <laughs> like Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like these bands that come in from LA, mm-hmm. and they like and like I see their like my picture on their profile yeah. it's yeah. like and they don't give you any credit yeah nothing it's entitlement yeah yes. i'm from la yeah yeah it's usually <laughs> it, it i'm is, taking your photos it is yeah. usually the guys from la yeah yeah yeah, yeah usually yeah freaking hollywood oh even even playing with those type of bands though too is oh like, yeah you get the cold shoulder you go like hey and they're like beeline mm-hmm. like, oh well just going rec- to the taco truck well and just recently we we played a show where I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm all for supporting bands that have made their way and they finally get signed on a great record label, like, you know, whether it's Napalm or it's, you know, Epitaph Records, whatever it is, right? Good on you. You put in the work. You got recognized. You got a label to back you, give you a little bit of support if that's what they do at all anymore. But that doesn't give you justification to go up there on a tiny stage and just leave your drum kit up there and be like, well, we're the headliners. And right. It's like, yeah. So where the hell are we supposed to play? Yeah, yeah. You know? On the and floor. and yeah. you get that attitude. You get that like, well, wh- who are you? And it's like, well, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you. We're here to support you, dude. Like, yeah. help us out, you know? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that's the venue, though. Sometimes, well, well, especially the sound guy. Sound guy will be like, hey, if you're headlining the show, right. put it's yours on the convenience. drum. Yeah, especially right. on like things like drums. Right. Like, you're going on the drum riser. But if like, you're if you're playing a stage like Alturas, let's be real. There's not enough no, stage. No, there's, there's not enough you know, room right. up there yeah. to backline a drum kit. No. Right? I mean, it's one thing to do amps. It's one thing to have your guitar. Especially if you're running a Neil Peart drum set. <laughs> Dude, it's wrapped around. Yeah, there's gongs yeah, in the back. Yeah. Here. Here's my chime yeah. set. Yeah. Don't knock that over. Right? My rototoms are over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all but yeah, you get that attitude. You get yeah. that like nose in the air, like look down upon you. And it's like, aren't we here doing the same yeah. thing? We're, yeah. Like just because you have something backing you doesn't mean that you're better than me. It right. just means that we're on the same path, and you just happen to get a little bit further on that path than we have, you know. So, uh, do you do you see that a lot when you do like big venues? Um, n- I mean, you're no, there not- and you get to kind of be amongst like the security and the stage crew and kind of for the setup, right? And you're kind of hearing chatter, or no? Not particularly. Really? Like I-, I feel like. I mean, every time I've kind of been in that situation, like all of those bands click pretty well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
You ever got shoulder checked by security? No. 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 I have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not supposed to just for being. I mean, I did. (laughs) I did get. I mean, one time I almost got, like, my helix piercing ripped out at the Alturas by, like, some drunk guy who tripped over me. Oh, yeah. But that's about the that's closest it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alturas, so there's not, like, a cage no. in the front no. or anything? No. Like, no. I mean, no. yeah. I'll t- <laughs> yeah, it's always, it's always a crap shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not, like, a, oh, shit, what was that, like, Karen or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, I always, I never know how to pronounce that. Karen. Oh, Karen. Karen. Yeah, Karen. Karen. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I always want to say Karen. Yeah. yeah. Karen. <laughs> Every time Karen. I love that. <laughs> hey, Karen. It's Karen. Karen. It's Karen. Yeah. <laughs> no, those guys are really great, too. No, they're awesome. They're awesome. But yeah. yeah. They've been around for yeah, a long time, too. Yeah, they're good friends of ours, too. Yeah. I think that was, like, my second show. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 I was I was not expecting that. I was editing those photos. I'm like, my husband comes over. He's like, what? <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what is this guy? <laughs> Got his like, a metal show. Yeah. yeah. What this? <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing? Yeah. Well, <laughs> secretly, I go to strip clubs yeah. and <laughs> and it's dudes. Yeah. So get over it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what are you What are you shooting with? Um, what, like what equipment are you like using? Um, I mean, I'm a Canon shooter. Mm-hmm. I could not tell you what the body is right now. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst when it comes <laughs> to like what my actual equipment is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're like it's yeah. just photos. That's all. You're, you're like, I remember the price tag. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do, and do you feel like is because uh, I I always give him shit. You know, being a drummer, it's like, man, you spend a lot of money. It's a lot on upkeeping your drums, especially when you break cymbals. Unless yeah. you got like a little package deal, you can get it. You know, or whatever the case may be. Do you are you adding on to your arsenal when it comes to cameras? Um, slowly but surely. Like mm-hmm. right now, I'm not getting paid to do right, any right, of right, this. Right, so, yeah. um, I mean, yes, slowly but surely. Um, for right now, though, like I'm pretty comfortable just renting from Action Camera. Like they've got pretty sweet deals on rental like lenses. Um, Shouts out to Action. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. they're the best. Um, but I mean, for now, I'm pretty comfortable just renting what I need. In the future, um, I'm hoping to expand like my portfolio services yeah. uh, for bands and just for general por- or f- for general photography services. Yeah. yeah. And then we're hoping eventually we can monetize in some way Mm -hmm. with Backstage NV. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to allow venues to advertise because we want our reviews to be genuine. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have to find a different way to monetize that's not venue-based. Right. But, I mean, eventually, when we start looking for ways to monetize and when we start moving in that direction, Mm -hmm. hopefully, I'll be able to expand that arsenal. Right, right. So you're looking to do other like, like weddings and stuff? Is, um, no, like I don't. Bar mitzvahs? Or? Yeah, I don't want to do. <laughs> I don't. Like I puke at weddings. <laughs> I hate weddings. Yeah. I hate brides. Um, <laughs> don't worry, brides. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> I just I don't want to do weddings particularly because I don't have the capacity to deal with brides. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a patient person, right. and I will tell somebody to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. I would hire you for just for that. <laughs> Well, yeah. and uh, I was telling these guys too because we, me and my wife, just got married back this last September. Oh, congrats! Oh, thank you. Uh, so when we did the uh, wedding and we were sending out the invites, we were telling everybody, "Hey, leave your phone in the car 
we, we paid for a photographer. We mm -hmm. want them to do their business. Come in here. Because, again, my, you know, we appreciate photographers. My older sister, she's a photographer down in St. Petersburg. Um, you know, my... I know a lot of people, we've had Eric Marks on here, like, and we love what people do behind the camera because, again, like I said, you're capturing a, a moment for everybody. you know. And maybe it's a night that they go, ah, we didn't play that well, but it was fun. Or at the very least, maybe it is something that's like, I'm so glad I have pictures from this night. You know, mm -hmm. It's such a revered you know, thing to capture a moment because it's so, it's old school, you know, because yeah. it's like people used to have pictures of everything. I know my mom, I was over there recently, and she was like, oh, look at this. And she opened up her little curio cabinet. She's got one of those tubs of photos. And it's like, you don't see that anymore. That's yeah. not a thing anymore. Bunch of dick pics. Nobody hey, those were at the bottom. <laughs> she was courteous. She put them at the bottom. <laughs> but, you know, you don't see that anymore. And even when people do take photos, they either stay on a hard drive or they go up to the cloud. And it's like, you know, you don't get that that finished product almost you know it's 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 like recording an album and just throwing it straight on spotify and not having something physically to hold or not releasing it we made it yeah or that yeah <laughs> i blame you yeah, anyway. it's not my fault <laughs> my tracks were done yeah valid mine too but otherwise do you uh have you ever done like photo developing um like with film yeah yeah um that's how i started actually um back in high school yeah um Ph photography class <clears throat> exactly yeah. yeah i mean um i started photography with film um my first ever concerts that i did photography with were film um actually the very first concert that i did photography for was mushroom head and that was really? all film wow. that i hand developed myself so no wow. yeah and you i was in high school yeah. so i did it in my like high school photography lab you still nice. got all those too no oh i know i know that would be no. cool i know cool that would see. be so cool yeah. i still i like i still have the photo pass yeah but oh, i don't have that yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was there i took the photos yeah <laughs> yeah i know that oh my god that was such a cool show yeah i bet yeah and i like i mean i got to go like backstage for that show and like hang out with like 40 below summer and because 40 blows I, yeah. I mean they're really obscure and like probably not very well known right. now yeah, but yeah. like that was a, a sweet show where'd, nice. where'd they play at um it was at the house of blues in las vegas oh okay oh, yeah okay. yeah yeah i just watched nine inch nails there actually <sighs> you know i watched um i watched nine inch nails when i was like 21 at the joint back when that was a thing at the hard rock oh wow. oh wow and he threw his microphone into the crowd and it landed in my face <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh I, no, i'm taking I, like, this i didn't know what it was at first and i remember just like going to the ground because something like hard just hit my face right right and, like bringing it up putting it in my pocket realizing what it was and it got confiscated. Oh, really? Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't his to give. Oh, because it was the yeah, it was the yeah. venue. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. God, could you imagine? I was like, let like, me take the cap cool at least. That would be yeah. To have like Trent like Reznor's yes. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I I even told them that, and they were not intimidated by like, <laughs> twenty one like, year okay. old me. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Lawyers on speed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you, because uh, I know off camera, we were talking about how you, a lot of times with like the bigger venues, like the GSR or something like that, 
you typically get like a lot of Bay Area people. Yeah. So talk about your frustration with that because, I mean, I can see why that's super frustrating when you're doing a local show or mm-hmm. it's a one in town and you're the local photographer and yeah. here's all these assholes from – you know, the Bay Area coming in to swoop in and take the venue. Taking your shot. Exactly. So um, I would say, like, it's usually usually just me as, like, a local photographer or myself and um, Jason from Stink Eye. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, usually it's just either myself or him together working the photo pit and several people from the Bay Area. And that's all they that's always how they introduce themselves. Oh yeah, I'm I'm from the Bay Area. Right. Like, like it's, it's, a, it's an entitlement yeah. thing. Um yeah, it's never like, oh yeah, I'm from San Fran or like Oakland. It's I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah. And it's they're so always better shit. than you. Yeah. Yeah. And they <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they are and the first question is what are you shooting with? And right. I feel like I feel like when that's the first question out of the gate, it's always like a pissing contest, right? It's like basically yeah. asking you like, "How much money do you have?" Or right, like, right. You know, how like, much have you invested yeah. in your business? Exactly. Venture? Now I feel bad for asking. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not because that wasn't You're not your, shooting photos. You're that wasn't the first question, right? Right. Like that we, was. Yeah, I waited. Till like we, we you in. actually like asked my name first, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where are you from? Where you right, yeah. yeah. And you and and a lot of times they're not even actually shooting for a publication sometimes they are but usually it's like yeah i'm friends with the band oh like, yeah sure you are like, cool okay, sure that's cool are. he's like no i'm done like i legitimately <laughs> had to like i legitimately had to like build a website yeah and right. maintain it right and publish an events calendar so yeah, you know right, cool right. good on you yeah yeah um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's usually like i would say like four people from the Bay Area that come in and they steal our shows. And it's because I think that they anticipate that there's going to be lower attendance and easier access at a Reno show. And they know that there's going to be a lot of people applying for the Bay Area shows as far as like PR goes. And so they're like, okay, well, I'll just drive to Reno. Right. Because not a lot of people are going to apply for a show because we don't have as many press outlets here. Yeah. And so... Zero. Literally. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like us. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. is like that. We're in the same business. Yeah. What we're doing and what you do. Yeah. We're in the business of promoting other people, their businesses, what they're trying to go and accomplish. And you know, it, it's it's so frustrating because it's like if you even if you just lived in a place like maybe even Sacramento, which definitely has a much bigger populace, and even then you'd have a far bigger reach. And so that's kind of the weird thing is like as much as Reno's growing, you're not seeing the growth in the areas that it should be growing in, like promotional things, like mm-hmm. you know, like we have the RGJ, and even then it's kind of like because yeah, we lost yeah, the Reno they Tahoe focus, too, I think. Yeah, and they and they kind of focus a lot more on like the local like art town and this yeah, and that, yeah, which yeah. is great and right. all. But it's like, well, what about these other things that are going on within the community? Right. It's almost like they don't know the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, initially, <clears throat> I mean, uh, initially I approached Reno like News and Review and I said, hey, mm-hmm. I want to do this. Like, I have a background in doing this. Like, I could do concerts professionally. Right. right. Can I do this for you guys? And they said, you know, we really just have no interest in doing like concert reviews or photos from events that have already passed Mm -hmm. and i'm like review is literally in your name right why yeah (laughs) like when i was younger 
the reason I picked up publications like yours was to see concert pictures. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to see pictures from concerts that I went to to relive that, like to right. relive that. Right. Or to see like pictures from concerts that I didn't get to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind. I mean, that was kind of another impetus of why I wanted to just do my own thing. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Like we don't, we have not grown in that space. Right. And so that's another reason why I wanted to create this space. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, it is frustrating to see the Bay Area kind of infiltrating mm-hmm. our publication spaces for their use. And while it's, I mean, like while it's okay for now, what is what I see happening is this becoming a trend mm-hmm. and them them filling up all of the spots right and wiping out any local yeah Yeah. pretty soon you're going to be turned away every time you go up there hey i'm a local and they're like nah no yeah Yeah. i mean there's yeah there's already there's only like so many spots in that photo pit yeah so how how many i'm curious how many are actually allowed in there because it shouldn't like when i go to shows i don't see too many i mean there's like one or two maybe like on the sides you know i mean it's show to show um I would say there's probably, I mean, I would say that there's probably space for eight at the GSR. You are right. Yeah, Um, that's a big big stage. stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a pretty massive stage, but you have to consider that the bands are also bringing their own people, too. So you have to kind of account for them, too. Um, The brew house is a little bit differently. Like, they haven't been putting up their barricades lately, and so getting a photo pass, I've been able to get photo passes from them before, but, like, I'm 5'2", so... Right. Finding a place to right. shoot there yeah. is a challenge. Yeah. And the six, six foot eight yeah. fucking bald dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Exactly. Well, yeah. and the stage is taller than I am. So, like, even when I'm like up at the front, I get like the drunk chick like spilling her drinks all over <laughs> me, like with <laughs> her ponytail yeah. and like her phone right in front of me. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's hard for me to get a good shot with good lighting. Um, sometimes, depending on who's the security. Like, they'll let me into, like, the VIP area. Right. But if I don't have the right lenses, then I get shit shots. Right, so, right. Like, it's just, it, <laughs> like, it depends. Yeah. yeah. So. I wonder why they took the barrier, the barricades out of there, it, though. You know, it's hit or miss. Like, sometimes they have them. Like, for Static X, they had them. Yeah. For Bloody Wood, they didn't. For Atreyu, they didn't. Like, huh. it's just, it's hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's just depending on the band. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, yeah. Like, yeah, because when we... Because when we did the un- Unveil the Strength show yeah. at VSB, which was, what, like a Thursday or something like yeah, that? It was, it was in the middle of the week. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, if you're coming through town, come through town. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you're not able to get a lot of ticket sales. But we when we went there, they used the barricades, but only to allow people to walk from the front door, from the street, and then into, like, where the tables were. And it was like... Weird. So it's like a guard, like, yeah, like a like velvet rope. Right. Like, yeah, it was a, okay. Yeah. Like, get rid of them. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I, and maybe it is based on ticket sales. Maybe it is on attendance. That might, might I be don't wrong. know. I mean, Atreyu was packed. Interesting. Yeah. Atreyu and, Blo- and Bloodywood was well, packed. I think, especially at VSB, I think they can kind of get away with it with the height of the stage yeah. as yeah. it is naturally because it is way higher than most. You know, smaller venues. Or, <laughs> that, it's the highest know. stage, and I think. Uh, I mean, in, I don't. One in here. I was up front at the GSR for uh, who was it? It was um, Skid Row. I mean, and this was you know a couple of years ago when they were playing, and 
it was still kind of like, everybody's social distance, right? And so it was like, and he's like, we're all family here. Everybody get down here. And me and my wife are like, let's go. Right. Yeah. Straight <laughs> up front. And even then, that was like right here. Yeah, because it know? had they had the the tilt yeah, on. It wasn't uh, all the way up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess it, I guess maybe for there it wouldn't be that big of a deal unless maybe the band required or asked for it. Maybe that's why. I, you know the GSR. So when I shot like Theory of a Dead Man Bush there, the GSR, I felt like the stage was pretty high. But like when I shot Ministry there, everybody was like seated, like it was a seated configuration, why? and ministry? I had to like. Yeah. Wow, that's so like, I even, <laughs> like I even had to like um, text their tour manager and I'm like, is this right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I basically had to because I wasn't allowed to obstruct anybody's view. And I'm like, I'm five, two. Like, that's not very hard. Right. But I basically had to like squat the whole time. <laughs> I was like right. taking photos. It was like it was rough. Well, and don't get me wrong. Like, I can understand you're going to go see uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. Right. right yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. They get down. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> if you're going to go see them. You know, typically the crowd's a little bit older, right? So they're they're like, we've standing, we're set. And so, yeah, I can understand having a lot more seating arrangement yeah. for that kind of, you know, set. But, you know, to go see a, a heavier band, a more, you know, current, it's like everybody's sitting down. You know, I, I always wonder what it's like for the band to go out there and be like, everyone's sitting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, you can't see the audience. I mean, you've been up there, well, like yeah. where you've been on those venues, and the lights are just like right in your yeah, face. You yeah. can't see anybody out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was he? Yeah. 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 Out, huh? No, he was out. in it. Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's no, awesome. I I was like right there watching like these girls like trying to grope him. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty. I actually that's funny because like I actually have a picture. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would be like. <laughs> I have a picture of Gavin Rossdale's booger. <laughs> and like, in. I mean, I did not submit it to his PR because I imagine that Gavin's pretty vain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, my girls love oh, it. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's their favorite. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it blown up. Yeah. It's a very yeah. high resolution. Right. Album cover. I'd have him sign it. Next time he comes in, you should have him sign it. <laughs> <laughs> a really good booger yeah. picture. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Uh, so, is there any, is there a little bit about you? Is there any other kind of like genres or music that you typically that you listen to also other than metal or is it just that um i mean i really like house music yeah 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 no i love house music um i mean like skrillex well, we were just yeah. talking we were about, just talking about yeah. i i mean when skrillex first came out that was oh, man um and like i said casey musgraves like i have been known to go to a casey musgraves show uh-huh. um Oh, man, what else? Uh, you know, when I'm really stressed out, I was telling someone this the other day. When I am really stressed out or, like, when I have, like, a hard deadline coming out at work, I will put on, like, the rockabye versions of, like, like uh, like rock uh-huh. albums. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that, I mean, that shit slaps. Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. I'm going to have to look into Yeah, this. it's, like, lullaby versions of your favorite rock songs. And my favorite is, like, the Muse versions. Like, the uh, Muse yeah. lullaby songs. Yeah. Those are the best. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to, yeah. <clears throat> how do you search that? I know. Yeah, how do you? It's rock like lullaby. Rockaby baby, I think, is like the artist, but uh-huh. like, yeah, like. Oh. So is it covers? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're okay. like lullaby okay. covers. <laughs> okay, okay. Of rock songs. Um but yeah, I mean I listen and I mean I really like like drum and bass like Lamb. Um yeah. Lamb is really good, like Tricky. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> but yeah, I just I like music that you can just like zone to. Right. Yeah. yeah. What was your first uh concert? Uh, Bush, when Bush I was, was 12, me. yeah, for uh, when they were supporting Razorblade Suitcase. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Where did you see them at? Um, I saw them at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you originally from Vegas? Um, <laughs> I'm originally from Pahrump. Pahrump. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yep. <clears throat> so originally from Pahrump. Yep. So you traveled to Vegas since yeah. it's not very far. Yeah. So you went and saw a lot of venues and shows there. Yeah. Yeah. My first, so my first concert was Bush. My first backstage experience was Lincoln Park because I, yeah, I actually promoted them back back before they were even Lincoln Park. They used to be called Hybrid Theory. Ah. Which came <clears throat> was yeah. yeah, yeah. When they got signed, they changed the name. Yeah. When they were doing the recording. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So um, because I had promoted them for such a long time, uh, they actually rewarded some of their early promoters with backstage access to their show. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was a really cool experience. And I, I mean, I, di- I didn't know what a backstage pass looked like. So when I went to go pick up my tickets at Will Call, because I got to see a ton of shows for yeah. promoting, um, went to go pick up my tickets at Will Call, and there was this really cool like s- vinyl sticker with it. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. And so I asked the security guard what it was, and he like shunted us backstage. Like, I was go. like, oh, this, God, is awesome. this is the best thing ever. Yeah. So. How'd you get back here? A bumper sticker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, man, I wish I still had like some of those de- the, like cassette tapes of Hybrid Theory because I could like retire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cassettes. Yep. I don't think I own any cassettes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I it's do. so sad because like I have an elephant yeah. rifles cassette. You have an elephant rifle cassette. Uh huh. Look at you. I know. I'm so proud of yourself. I know. I am. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> but isn't that sad because it's like you know like over here in the corner of the garage I have all kinds of CD covers that I I I wanted to turn into like a wallpaper, but unfortunately thumbtacks are a pain in the ass. Uh, but in the wind yeah, and the wind, uh, but it, it's, it's such a sad thing because there's so much to offer inside of an album cover and, you know, bands can go crazy with it and have mm-hmm. like this elaborate, like, you know, collage of band photos and something maybe artistic or whatever. And now it's like, that's, Nobody does takes the time to do that anymore no. because it's all streaming. Yeah, I totally like lament CDs. Right. Like mm-hmm. just the excitement of going to the record store and getting the CD and, and looking at the album art mm-hmm. and just yeah. I totally miss that. Like I, I was one of the last adopters of digital music. Yeah. And I will never like I will never get rid of my two massive like cases of yeah. CDs. Like I will always have those. Yeah. Still in the case, or you got to sleep. Like, I do, yes. Yeah. yeah, where you're just flipping through the book. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I oh, will. All, I will never get rid of those. I got so many scratch CDs just from like <laughs> trying to drive yes. and like put them back <laughs> in. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I got it. I still, I, I still got that. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. Was that ten thousand days or lateralis? Lateral. No. I. I think it was lateralis. Nope. I think it was ten thousand days. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was actually. 
Google search. Google search. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And you can move it and, and yeah. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, it's it's it, it's cool that we're getting better with technology because it also helps you with your what you're doing because you're you're getting you know new lenses, new cameras, new everything to kind of help capture a better photo mm-hmm. over and over again. Right. The longer you go, the more it's going to evolve and it's going to get better. But there, then there's also the flip side where it could go the other way, where it's actually making us lazier or it's diminishing what we used to value, mm-hmm. you know, like artwork or something like that. Or even lyrics, right? Even right. that, just to be able to say that you opened it up and read it, you know, right? Yeah. if you read it. Yeah, no, actually, if <laughs> a friend and I were actually just talking about that. There's like, we were talking like, it's a shame that kids these days can just Google the lyrics for Seal's Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> because like... Honestly, you had to sit there. You, you recorded yeah. it on a boombox yeah. on a tape. And if you're lucky, you had the one where you could burn it onto a CD. Yeah. But we had the tape cassette. You yeah. record, play it on yep. the radio, and stop, stop right before the DJ was yeah. about to talk and anticipate it. But yes. then you play it over again. I hated like, when they would come in earlier before the yeah, song even ended. Yes. Like and you're like, you ruined it. Like, the end part was the best. And you just, now you have to talk and put your little fucking dude. Or yeah. when they wouldn't shut the fuck uh, up yeah. when it started. And yes. you're like, God damn yeah. it, I'm recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, don't forget, we have your tickets for the rodeo this weekend. Sunday, you know? Sunday, Sunday. Yes. I mean, that, that's it. They better play this at like 12 o'clock tonight because I swear that DJ's quiet as fuck. Okay. You gotta wait till midnight. Those were always the best times to go at, like oh, really awesome. late at night. Yes. Yeah. I know that's we are our, our uh, local radio station. They used to do the uh, local lick. Mm-hmm. And it was always mm-hmm. what? Uh, weeknights at like 10 or something like that. Yeah. And every once in a while you'd catch like a local band and they'd yeah. submit a little, you know, demo CD or something like that to the radio station. And that's how you could hear local bands. That's I remember. I, that's I, how I, I learned about uh, uh, Dark Carnival. Yeah. That's how I learned I about got them. Nevermute got played on a bunch of times, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, I think Shane Whitecloud was Yeah, he was that. a big proprietor. Yeah. Him and uh, Chris Payne on Rock One. Yeah, Chris Payne was always good at that, yeah. too. But, you know, it, it's it's like we have a lot of people that are within the community that are willing to grow it. And they're willing to put in the effort like you are. I mean, you're putting in the grind, right? right? We, just, we just took, Fantastic. what, five Thanks. months off and are just now getting this thing back up and running. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we did do a lot of renovations. So we were like, all right, we're done with the table. Let's let's open it up a little bit. So, I mean, we had a vision. We And we're still trying to stay true to what we originally started this for anyway. Yeah. But, you know, what do you think it takes to kind of grow from where we are now? What's your opinion? Um, I think it just takes a lot of people who are willing to put the effort in. Like you said, like, I think, um, I think it takes a lot of people who are willing to tell the people, God, (laughs) let me rephrase this. (laughs) Like there are a lot of people out there who keep saying the Reno scene is dead. Right. Like, fuck those people. Yes. You know what I mean? The re like the people who say that are the reason. Yeah. Right. Like, it takes a lot of people who are willing to put in the effort and say, no, it is not dead. And this mm-hmm, is why. Yeah. Right. Like, there are a lot of good people out there, mm-hmm. like you guys, and, you know, like like us, who are willing to put in the work and the effort to yeah. 
say the scene is not dead. There are a lot of good people. We have a lot of good bands. We have yeah. a lot of good things going for us. Yeah. And it just takes a little bit of love and effort to get it like started and right. going. Yeah, and we don't need your negativity. And <laughs> right, your like, right. like, yes, COVID did put a kink in things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there is no doubt about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> COVID, yeah. Uh, yeah, the vid. Um, yeah. But, like... Let's make it great again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get my house. You know, <laughs> like, <clears throat> I, I mean, make Reno great again. I, I truly, I, like, I lived in Elko. I have seen a dead scene. Yeah. Right. I have lived it. And Reno yeah, we, is no. We were no, just there like, last month. Yeah, yeah. Like, Reno is nowhere near dead. No. Like, this is, it's fantastic here. Yeah. Right. Like, we have everything it takes to have an amazing scene like let's just not like slobber all over ourselves right, and like right. you know like let's let's work together to like build it up it just takes a little bit of perseverance yeah and yeah. like grind like yeah. you yeah. said like yeah. it just takes a little bit of work yeah, yeah. And, it, and if everybody got together there's more and more right, people right. together yeah I for think, sure I, I think the hardest part is like you know uh, we've mentioned in the past before about you know the the what is it? The nickname for Reno is the biggest little city in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, and especially for guys like us who have been born and raised here, like it feels like a small town. A lot of times, like, yeah, I, I think we can go anywhere and run into somebody clear across town that oh, we yeah. know. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or it's like small world. You're always saying that because it's yeah. like, how in the fuck did I run into you here or whatever? Right. Or you find a connection somehow. Right. And that, that was kind of what led us on this path for this of like all the connections with bands and mm-hmm. how everybody got started and this and that. And that's kind of what developed this idea for this podcast. But I think a lot of it too is because it's not quite a Sacramento, Los Angeles, Vegas, even I think it's because it's still as small as it is, but it's not huge. It's still big, but I think it's still very diverse. I think that's yeah. part of the problem because yeah. there is a very big, country following out here we have night in the country out in the desert yeah you know every year and that brings a lot of people yeah and a lot of them are from the area so it's not like burning man where people from all over you know the country are driving here to ride their bicycles naked right you know (laughs) it's it's you know it's a pocket of people that appreciate this kind of music and they go out there to enjoy jason aldean or whatever whoever's playing out there and i think There is enough people that support metal in general, but even then, I think there's still not enough backing in general, like public, in the way the music is, right? Because I think there is still a lot of, and I just had this conversation with a coworker about, you know, what what do you guys do at your concerts? Do you guys dance? (laughs) I mean, yeah, Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, there's. There's people who do the two-step right. in. There's yeah. there's people that, you know, circle pits are kind of like a dance. It's I was like, it's more like, you know, like when you see traditional, like, Samoan warriors when they do the haka. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. But it's it's to music, and it's heavy, but it's it's fun. You know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I was trying to explain to her, like, yeah, people mosh, but... And every once in a while, you will get that dickhead. The windmill? Out there to just the windmill guy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're just there to fuck people up. Yeah. Right? yeah. They're just there to do that, and that's their mission. How's and my fuck those smell. guys. Fuck those people, yeah. right? Because, and I'm like, and they're like, what if somebody falls? I'm like, yeah, pick them up. Yeah, pick Everybody them up. stops. Yeah. And they go, oh, Everybody's pretty good, good at that here. I, yeah. I, I haven't seen sure. anybody, like, 
you know, hit the ground and nobody pick them up. Right. You, everybody's usually like right on them. Right. Like, get out of there. And I, and I think that's what's really cool about our communities. We're all there to have a good time. Yeah. And we understand that, yeah, you get into the pit, you're going to have some fun. Maybe you get a little elbow on accident, but it's not on purpose typically, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, hey, we're all having fun here. We're moving and grooving. And, I, and I'm sure, you know, like you were saying, you know, every once in a while you get, get that drunk guy. Nah! That drunk guy is dripping <laughs> on Try yeah. to use you as a hold up, you know. Yeah. Ah, come here. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But so obviously there's there's a mentality issue, right? It's a uh, people think it's dead. And you know, I, I agree with you 100%. I don't think that the scene is dead. I think it's no. still... I think it's still think growing, it's still too. growing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we get... You know, there's more and more people moving in all the time. So yeah. I think it's just time. Time time will tell. Yeah. And we'll get more people in there. Yeah. Yeah. I No, I agree. Like, we're getting... I mean, we had, like, a huge influx of people. Yes. I mean, we see that from just housing prices, right? right like, right, yeah. obviously, people are moving in. Yeah. yeah. Like, You're let's embrace here. them. Get yeah. your ass to the fucking show. Right. Right? Yeah. But, like, we have to... I mean, that's kind of, like, where I came in, like, with Backstage Envy. Like, they can't find the shows. Yeah. So, like, let's help them find mm -hmm. the shows. And unless yeah. you're, like, friends with somebody yeah. who's, you know, posting that stuff all the time. And it's like, oh, okay, I saw a flyer. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, it's perfect. Like, yeah. You guys are posting the flyers. You got the calendar. You know, it's. Yeah. We, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Where's all the, Where the all ages shows? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're still. That is huge. Like that is something that I would like to really focus on because really the only the only places that have all ages shows are GSR and the mm. Holland. Right. That's it. Like why why can't VSB be all ages right yeah why can't the ranch house be all ages is it because they only have a bar license like i mean those are some those are items that i would like to personally spearhead because right. i mean i was seeing shows when i was 12 and if yeah, i didn't right. have exposure to those shows i don't right. know that i would be this person exactly. today yeah so yeah no that's huge i mean reno does not have all no. ages shows no. and it sucks yeah yeah and we did we used to have a lot more <laughs> a lot more and, and, you know, every once in a while you'll have, like, that, that punk band that'll go do something at, the, like, the skate park or, mm -hmm. you know, like, the skateboarding event or, like, the Beard Fest, right? And you, right. And you got the, that deal going on, what, August? I think it was in August. August? Or June. 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 June, yeah. So, literally in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, and, and every once in a while you'll get lucky. But even then it's like. I re like I said, you know, like you were saying, you you went to shows when you were twelve. Mm -hmm. I think my first metal show, I was fifteen, sixteen, and I I we had a venue called the New Oasis, uh -huh. and yeah, they had a bar, but but they roped it off, so you they, yeah, it was like you had to go up a couple little steps, yep. and then you were in the bar, mm -hmm. and it's like okay, I I get that maybe it's because of the way it's set up, but let's let's talk about Alturas, right? Alturas, the bar is upstairs, yeah, right. like literally yeah. above the yeah. stage. How is it that we're not able to make that some, you know, there's, there's got to be a way. And maybe it's just and I like think you're a, right. It has something to do with the licensing. Yeah, may, maybe. And, and, and I agree. I think there, you know, there definitely needs to be more opportunity to grow with, you know, because 
I don't know. Like I, I support like my. I have three boys, and they love music too, and they're getting into things. And we're taking them to their first concert in Sacramento in July to go nice. see Falling in Reverse. They've been obsessed with Falling in Reverse. Oh yeah. My her, my wife loves Ronnie Radke, and she's <laughs> like, we gotta go. Where, right? Is that so we're like, okay. Ace of Spades? Uh, no, I gotta. I, I don't be, think it'd be. I don't an think so. Uh, yeah, because I don't. I gotta check. I think it's an. Outdoor that's twenty one and over. I think. I think yeah. it's an outdoor deal. Uh no. <sighs> no. No. I gotta. Oh. I gotta find out. But anyway, you know, it's like I want these kids to be exposed to that too. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be, if they wanted to go see Easy E when he's like, you know, seventy and he wants to come to Reno, and they're like, <laughs> Hey, I've been listening to Easy E. No. It's like, oh, okay, go, let's go. Easy you know, he's dead. But, yeah, he's, you know, he's dead. Whatever, you know what I mean. You mean Ice but, Cube? I mean, my my seven year old went to go see uh, the Theory of a Dead Man when they came through and like s- skillet, like right, yeah, you know that. If, but and I just want them to be able to have the same experiences that we. Yeah, you know, no, I to be able to I say, agree. hey, I I remember when I was like, especially on those smaller venues, like yeah. when you're like yeah. really close to the band, you know. Oh yeah. Because my first show was AFI, 1996, 97, right when the Hall. All Hallows EP came out. Oh yeah, mm. and they were still the like goth punk style oh, and everything before they. That went, was the Davy Havoc. Dude, mm-hmm. that was the, the you know it was the last stretch of Davy Havoc before it went the emo route. Yeah, and all that. <laughs> which don't get me wrong, they made great success for themselves. Yeah, for them, and I still listen to them to this day. But it was at the old Del Mar station, right before they shut down. And my sister, if it wasn't for knowing Chris Payne mm-hmm. and having him be as like a friend and all that, she was like, she was able to get me into that show. Right. Because it was a 21 or over show. And that was my first experience. And I was like, I want to do this all the time. And so after that, it was like, I want to go to another one. I want to go to another one. And that's why Delmar Station is no longer. Yeah. Because yeah. it's my fault. <laughs> I mean, should I remember driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember driving to like Opeth and Lacuna Coil, like sneaking out of the house and driving to that when I was like 16. Uh-huh. Like, I, I can't imagine like not having those experiences. Yeah. Or yeah. I wasn't 16, I was like 18, 17. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I got knocked out in a Soulfly concert when I was like 16. Yeah. Like, you know, like I can't imagine not having those all ages. And those shows. are great yeah. stories yeah. to have. You know, yeah, those it's... are things that you take with you forever. Yeah, for sure. I hope we get, I hope we get a venue, dude. Dude, we should, I know. I, yeah. to- I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, if you get the right, I think a lot of it too, and we talked about the promoters, right? Mm-hmm. The disconnect. And it's like, you know, you got to find the right kind of promoter that's willing to put in the same kind of effort, the same kind of work to generate, you know, people wanting to go see shows and bands that want to be there and play. Because, you know, I, I, I listen to like Joe Rogan and stuff like that on Spotify. And uh, I, he was talking to Carrot Top, I think is the one I was watching. And he was like, have you ever played Reno? He's like, oh, yeah, I've played Reno. And Joe's like, yeah, I've never played Reno. I'm like, why the fuck not? <laughs> right, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it, it's like Vegas, but, I mean, if you go to Vegas, come to Reno. It's, like, yeah, it, feral they're, Vegas. They're, right, exactly, yeah. It's feral, but, but there's still people that want to see shows like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know, and there's a lot of people like that that just go, oh, yeah, I guess I've never played Reno. I don't know, you know. But it's like, why not? Yeah, why not? What, what's the turnoff there? You know? Yeah. Right. It just makes you wonder. 
Like, what have we done wrong? <laughs> Do we need to kick some people out? That's yeah. a, that's a long list. <laughs> Is that our, did we fuck up? Yeah. Somewhere along the line. Do we? Need I to, think so. I think we have a bad rep, but that's probably like an off-air conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise. Um, where do you see your – I mean, you were talking about getting monetized eventually at some point. What are some avenues that you're seeking aside from, you know, trying to get into, you know, v- more venues and have them bring you in? What are some other things you guys are pursuing? Um, I mean, we are definitely recruiting so that we can um, – you know, so that we can bring some other things on the table. I think initially we didn't expect the response that we got, and so we were hoping to grow a lot bigger right um faster Mm -hmm. than we have been um but i mean it's great that we've had such a positive response Mm -hmm. um but we just don't want to grow for the sake of growing and be really shitty right right um but i think we would like to bring all of nevada on Mm -hmm. um we would like to bring like southern nevada bands and Mm -hmm. venues on which is something we wanted to do initially but um right now we're just really focusing on northern nevada um uh, some other things that we would like to do is we would like to host shows we would like to, you know, like, uh, you know, like have shows at yeah. uh, the cellar or even bigger shows. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, are trying to bring a show on later in the fall mm-hmm. um, with some local bands and possibly some vendors. So that's something that we have in the works. Um, we're hoping that we will be celebrating about a thousand followers at that time. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, we are tracking in that direction, so hoping that that comes to fruition. Um, so, I mean, those are just some of the things that we have in the works. And then, you know, hopefully we'll be doing more interviews with bands coming to town. Um, yeah, so, I mean, those are just kind of some of the things that we have in the works. Also, just hoping to expand, um, you know, into Sacramento and right, Boise right. and some of those areas as well as far as, like, photos and interview opportunities go. Yeah. So. Just kind of hoping to expand that base and and hoping to recruit people so that we can build the site into yeah backstage what we West need Coast. it to be yes <laughs> yeah well we left it kind of intentionally vague when we named it like backstage NV right um, <clears throat> because like the connotation can go two ways mm-hmm. um, like our social medias are backstage Nevada but the site itself is just backstage NV right. so that it can kind of just have that ambiguity attached right yeah and the beauty is you can update it any way you want exactly yep (laughs) um i was gonna say oh should we do uh you want to i was i was wondering if we're gonna (laughs) do it or not Yeah. Yes. Plug okay. it. Plug it. Plug okay. It, plug so it. look right into that bad boy. <laughs> all right. And the tell website. These motherfuckers, what to do? Yeah. All right. Go to www.backstagenv.com. That has the full events calendar, the venue listings with ratings, and um, the complete artist listing for Northern Nevada. If you don't see your site, or if you don't see your band or your venue on there, hit us up. We have all of our contacts on there. The Facebook is just Backstage Nevada. Um, search for it. And then the Instagram is Backstage Nevada, one word. All right. <laughs> and if you have, when you hit up the website, if you're looking for an opportunity and you want to be a part of this program, yes. they're looking for some help, for some <laughs> yes. support, hit them up. Hit them yes. up. All right. 
So we like to, we're going to move into a segment that we do on <laughs> yeah. damn near every episode. Okay. And it's called our Mount Rushmore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mike is very frustrated with this, as you can clearly tell by his he physical is, demeanor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally okay. changed. Yeah. It, my, that's it, my it, emotional it, intelligence yeah. and reading your uh, nonverbal cues your there. Your EQs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the way that we do this, and it, it's it's kind of – I, nah, I, I don't want to say convoluted. Because everybody takes it in their own way. So I want you to answer in the way that you want to. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we were looking for the Mount Rushmore, your top four. Okay. Okay. Now, some people have done all bands. Some people have mixed in like, oh, it's I, I just like the one artist from that band because they made a difference in my life. So they're in there. Okay. Or you could do all artists. It's entirely up to you at that point. Okay. What's your top four? Um, <clears throat> top four. Um, corn. Corn, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, from early childhood, Jonathan Davis, my, mm-hmm. I mean, when I was 12, uh, floor to ceiling, corn. Mm-hmm. Um, orgy, just because they were so oh, different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So different. Just a total game changer. Um, oh, man. Uh, shit. Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Shout out to Casey Musgraves. She's, so, she's just so cool, right? Like, she's just so cool, effortlessly. <laughs> um, and Sleep Token. Sleep Token. Yes. I would say, like, Sleep Token kind of shuffled in this r- whole revival for me. Yeah. Like, I saw them within this moment, and it was just totally, like, a game changer for me. Like, just so cool. And, like... Look what they've done now. Like their yeah. new shit. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think the cool thing about Sleep Token is they have such a dynamic sound where it can go any which way they yes. want. Right. Yeah. And they pull it off so well. Yeah. But their stage, it's like going to see Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's all about the show. And yeah. The way that you view it and you hear it and feel it. And so it's like they've got this really cool metal heavy look. But they can go anywhere with the music, mm-hmm. and it's it is really cool to listen to, and I'm a huge fan of them as yeah. well. Yeah, I don't think we've had Orgy as a top five. No, yeah. I would have put that in line too. I do. Yeah, I haven't really given them the time of day in a while oh, since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't know, they were just so fucking different when yeah. they came when they, they yeah. when they came out. Like they were just not like anything you'd ever heard before. Mm-hmm. Just such a game changer. Yeah. Very bass heavy too. Yeah, yes. no, very. Very. I mean, very. you kind of look at them now, and you're like, man, you know, like a lot of bands built on that sound. Yeah. And I don't think, like, I don't think we give them the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. Um, that's that what, was yeah, like can, that was, like, can, was can, fantastic. Yeah. I think it's yeah. one, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Look. If you're going to do a cover, you do it justice or you do it better. And they, I think they did it better. <laughs> they Stitches. for sure did, yeah. They had great songs on that album. Yeah, that was an awesome, that was an awesome album. Yeah, it was it such just a good was. album. Yeah. All right. Oh, shit. I should have said Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> you can still do it. You can still, you can still do, do it. it. It's, just, it's apparently like the, the Statue of Liberty and <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the First Continental Congress. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's Gettysburg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's any other national <laughs> treasure. I, I would okay. I would sub Casey Musgraves for Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah, I was okay. subbing in. Because right. okay. yeah, I mean Trent Reznor has been pivotal in my entire yeah. like life. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think every album has like hit a part of my life in a different way. There we go. Like right now, I'm really feeling like the With Teeth album. Yeah. But there's been times where like it's been further down the spiral. There's mm-hmm. been times where it's just, I mean, it's been different albums at different parts of my life for sure. It's different journeys each album. Yeah, so for sure. Well, Chelsea, thank you so thank much. You for yeah, much. thanks for awesome. having me. It's great to yeah. talk to you. And thank you for all the support you've given us. Yeah, and, and what you're doing. And what you're doing. Fantastic. Keep doing it because it's we're we're on the same path. We're huge trying to supporters, huge supporters. And thanks. you we've got your back. Okay. So yeah. if you yeah, ever need thanks. anything, we're here for you. Yeah. Likewise. Any other promotion, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, uh, thank for you. For all those that tuned in and watched and uh shout out to Liquid <laughs> Death. Uh <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor but maybe someday dreams come true uh, <laughs> not a sponsor we still love it though we still love it though uh we'll keep plugging yeah uh, <laughs> thanks chelsea we'll see yeah, you guys next you. time take care see ya <laughs>